Welcome to Bodcast, the business of dentistry podcast, brought to you by Practice Plan. Bodcast delivers the best business advice, real life stories, and practical hints and tips to make your practice a more profitable and sustainable business. And now, here's your host. So, welcome to another Wellbeing Podcast. My name is Dr. Mara Kwaja, and I'm a dentist, a positive psychologist, and the founder of a wellbeing company, My Ninja. Today, I wanted to talk about how to build habits that stick. Um, once we've decided on which positive habits that we want to integrate in our lives, you know, it could be mindfulness or gratitude journaling, making habits that stick is an integral step in creating that life we want and also obviously introducing well-being to our life and long-term well-being and resilience. But this is often a real challenge that a lot of us really struggle with. So let's break down the myths around creating behavior change. And I want to kind of delve into some tips that can really help you and really practical ways of using psychology um, and the evidence base to help you when it comes to creating these positive habits. So the myth number one I wanted to target was um, this myth around you need more motivation. Now, there's a lot of information around, you know, generating kind of more motivation to, um, you know, create this positive habit change. But actually what the research shows that although it's important, um, it's not as important as we actually think. It's not the amount of um, motivation that's really key here. It's actually the type of motivation. Now, there's two types of motivation in psychology, um, and one is known as, I'm going to use metaphors here because I feel like the terminology is often really confusing. So one type of motivation is um, known as, or a metaphor we can use is junk food. So it's a low quality type of motivation. And examples of this include when we're doing something because of money, when we're when that's a kind of main motivator um as opposed to a healthier kind of motivation or you know you can think of the metaphor of junk food versus health food um and this is a higher quality type of motivation and this is where we are motivated because we inherently like doing this habit um and it sits with our values and who we are as, as a person and that actually makes a big difference when we're kind of even designing our habits um, and our goals if you think about it if you're um, internally what we called motivated to do this habit um, then you're much more likely to um, follow through. Myth number two you are too lazy and often this is a common kind of um, negative thought that we might experience that actually we just don't have follow through and you know we, we might have tried lots of different things picked up a few things as we've gone along um, but just not being very consistent with our habits now habits actually um, that stick uh, are all about kind of design um, and a design that fits around your life. Um, an example of this could be stacking a habit onto an existing habit, like brushing your teeth. You could follow that with mindful brushing for two minutes as, you, as you're brushing, or gratitude journaling after you're reading in the evening, for example. 
Now, creating a, a path of least resistance uh, by reducing obstacles um, is really going to be key as well. So this, um, an example of this could be um, exercising at home rather than going to the gym, uh, making exercise fun. Um, I like to trampoline, for example, at home, especially when it's sunny. Um, and it's, it's just um, really, really joyful. So I'm much more likely to do it. Um, you might want to scatter books that you're really meaning to read. They're on your bookshelf, but if you scatter them around your, your house, instead of picking up the phone, for example, and scrolling on um, Instagram mindlessly, it could be that you pick up a book and kind of delve into this. Myth number three is the one around how long it takes to integrate a habit. Um, and often this is quoted in magazines that habits take one month to form. Um, actually, the research is saying that it's a lot more. So we're talking about three months to create a positive habit. Um, and also, you know, it's really important to expect that you're going to go around what we call this behavior change model, um, which is basically a model that describes how that what stages there are in you creating a change in your your behavior um, and it's particularly key when we're talking about you know creating these positive healthy habits um, and with this behavior change model there's a phase where you're thinking about it um, and you're planning it um, and then you create action steps and you create this change but in within that model there's also relapse um, and this is often something we kind of don't think about enough that actually um, relapse is really kind of common. It's actually part of creating this positive habit that sticks, you know, it's, it's actually part of the journey. Um, and so we need to allow for that. Um, so that's that's kind of really key when we're thinking about um, being more self-compassionate whilst we're creating these these habits. Now, my top tips around habits that stick um, really from the evidence space would be to start really small. Um, you want to create habits um, and goals that are really achievable. So, for example, if you want to integrate mindfulness in your life, um, start really small. So 30 seconds of mindful breathing, for example, and infuse that in all elements of your life. You know, you could do this at work when you're curing composite for example, or waiting in a queue, um, practice mindful walking when you step outside and you go in nature. Um, you can integrate it, like I said, when you're brushing teeth and really honing into the sensation of the bristles when you're brushing um, or showering in the morning. Um, so, you know, really start small and then you can kind of build on this and it could be, you know, 30 seconds here and there. Um, and then you can build that up to two minutes, for example, where you might do a formal type of mindful mindfulness um, where you you know sit down and you take a deep breath and you go inwards and really kind of anchor back to the that breath um, it's really hard if you've not had any practice of mindfulness of course that um, you know you get really put off for, for example um, when you're you know told to perhaps you know try this for 10 or 15 minutes that's really difficult to sit with your thoughts um, and to be comfortable 
with the discomfort because initially when you are creating a habit it's going to be a bit uncomfortable um, and you may notice um, some negative thoughts that pop up you may feel like you're doing you know the habit wrong when actually it's just part of the, the process and because you've not done that before it's um, it's something new and it takes some kind of time to, to integrate um, so definitely start small um, you want to also kind of pair this up with feeling good because emotion is really key when we're talking about creating habits that stick. So and positive emotions particularly are really essential here. So doing designing a, a habit that actually makes you feel good. So, for example, if you know you want to integrate more exercise, um, adding that fun element, that fun factor, or for example, if you want to integrate runs um, in your life, um, going outside in, in nature whilst you're running or putting a podcast that you really are interested in or an audiobook is going to get you to run further um, and you're going to enjoy it as well. So um, that's a really kind of good way. And your brain then associates that um, habit with joy and these positive emotions. And so again, you're just more likely to then stick with that with that habit. Secondly, stacking onto existing habits, and we talked about this earlier, so it's also known as piggybacking off other um, things that you're already doing. Um, so that could be like a really easy way of potentially sliding in this new habit without really carving too much extra time for this. Um, so that's that's really kind of interesting way of creating habits at stake. Um, thinking about habits and whether they align with your values is also really essential. And this is going back to that quality type of motivation. Um, we want to be um, having more of that healthy kind of type of, of motivation, which really sits with who we are at our core. Um, and you'll just find that it's so much easier to um, really commit to this habit because you're not really convincing yourself um, to, to do this. You're, it's really something that aligns with who you are um, and aligns with you know, your values. And those values could be growth. It could be um, personal development. It could be health. Um, you know, it could be compassion, whatever it is, um, really use your values and help them um, really to align, uh, help help you kind of align to um, habits that are just more resonating with, with you as a person. So that's really kind of powerful when we're talking about these consistent long-term habits. Um, the next thing I would suggest is kind of reducing these obstacles um, that get in way of creating this positive habit um, and maybe having a, a look and seeing how you can kind of implement that. Um, you know, for example, it could be, you know, lots of people do this. So it could be um, or I've heard this from other psychologists around exercise. So you know, putting their trainers you know, outside the door so you can actually see the trainers um, and your actually research shows that you're more likely to run further um, because of just have placing those shoes in, in that position um, or even having like a yoga mat um, just right next to your bed. So when you wake up, that's the first thing you kind of fall onto and you see. And so it reminds you. And these are um, great kind of reminders to commit to your, your habit. Um, it could be even kind of um, words that are stuck around your, your walls to kind of remind you or even a mindfulness bell 
to remind you to 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 be mindful and that um will kind of help you uh, lean into creating the, these habits another important aspect of course is celebrating your wins um when you're designing a habit and you're thinking about um you know committing to this it's really important to also um acknowledge how far you've come be reflective and really um you know celebrate any kind of consistency again it really helps you feel good um, and it taps into what we call the broaden and build theory um, which really nicely explains how positive emotions helps to broaden our thinking and then build these psychological resources and um, we're talking about well-being and resilience here uh, but also physical resources and that transforms our growth. So, you know, positive emotions are going to be really key in one way, of course, is celebrating our, our wins. Um, another aspect, of course, is adopting the right mindset around habits. So creating a growth mindset is going to be really powerful. Now, growth mindset is a type of mindset where we believe we've got this capability of changing and growing and learning um, and that we're not you know, fixed um, with a certain capability and we can kind of adapt. And we know from neuroscience, actually, that the brain is neuroplastic. It does have this ability to structurally change through our habits, um, and this can be quite quick. Um, we know, for example, in mindfulness and research, it can be as quick as eight weeks, um, where you know the amygdala reduces, uh, the grey matter in the amygdala reduces, um, and then you have the increase in the prefrontal cortex of the brain, which is really important in critical thinking. Um, so you know, massive kind of changes structurally that we can um, really influence. So having that growth mindset where we appreciate that change takes time that we might fail fail failure is part of the, the journey um, that we're not striving for perfection here it is more about this self-compassionate um, kind of journey um, and that we will kind of get there is going to really help you um, also motivate you in the right way you know being self-critical isn't going to be helpful here so kind of cheerleading yourself in that process is is really powerful and lastly i would suggest teaming up with a growth buddy if you can so um, having a friend or a partner um, family member that can really um, help you um, with creating this habit and do this with you, of course, is really beneficial. Um, for one thing, it's helping you to stay accountable. Um, and another thing, it's also adding potentially like a layer of social connection. Of course, you know, when we're looking at, you know, our core psychological needs, we're wired to connect with with other humans. And, you know, um, we we crave that. And certainly in the pandemic, we've not had that as much. So now that things are easing in terms of lockdown restrictions, uh, potentially, you know, practicing this habit with with a loved one or a friend could be really, really um, beneficial in definitely, you know, creating a, a habit, but also having that um, social connection and um, enhancing your relationship with someone else. Great. So today we covered the science of creating positive habits that stick. Um, I hope you really enjoyed this podcast. And if you'd like to find out more, you can find me on Instagram on mindninja.ltd or my website, myninja.org. Thank you so much for listening.